Kita mulai ya. <laughs> Clap, clapping for synchronization. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hi, uh, this is the new season of Kopi Slam Podcast at Mini Kino Film Week. It's now the eighth Mini Kino Film Week and I've been your podcast host for the, the what? Third year. Third year now. Wow. Okay, I'm Nosson Armanda. Uh, I'm an anthropologist, filmmaker, and producer. And here with me, I've got my guest speakers. And I think it's better they explain themselves. Uh, we start from the furthest one from the U.S. This Uh, who are you? Who, who are am you? I? I am Clarissa Jacobson. I did a short film called Lunch Ladies, and it was on the circuit. It's still been going around on the circuit now over five years. And I wrote a book about promotion because of the success that I had and all the stuff I had to learn to do promotion. And it's called I Made a Short Film. Now, WTF do I do with it? And it was translated by Minikino Film Festival into Indonesian And I cannot say the Indonesian name. Let me, let me, let me, <laughs> Indonesian language. Uh, aku bikin film pendek, sekarang aku harus ngapain? Cu! <laughs> Panduan festival film, promosi, dan petualangan. So, Cu is Indonesian language for that F. I love that. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. But but it's 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 not uh, it's not something, it's not a profanity from it, it from where it came from. The, the East Java. Right, yeah, right, yeah. okay. Well, WTF <laughs> isn't quite a profanity. Profanity, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, happy anyway. to be here. <laughs> Thank you, Larissa. Okay. The next, we have someone from South Korea. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Kirin from Korea. Uh, I'm a director of Omnomar Prime Time. Thank you. <laughs> okay. There was uh, okay. Her film is one of uh, the. What do you call it? I, I've watched them. If you go to Minikino Film Week 8, you will watch it too. Acno Prime Time. It's a film about something very real happening in Korea. Uh, and it's But it's surreal. So you gotta go here to watch it, guys. <laughs> and the last one, we go back to Indonesia. Uh, our host in Minikino Film Week 8, which is also the director of programming. Please introduce yourself again. Hi, Francisca Prihadi. Friends call me Chica. And I'm just happy. It's 8th edition. And we are welcoming more people, not only from Indonesia, which is our home-based country, but Southeast Asia, East Asia, international game. Clarissa game. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Chica. So today, we're going to talk mainly about uh, Festival Circuit. For those of you who are first-time filmmaker or like uh, Kirin here, whose film is premiere in uh, in Bali, Indonesia now, uh, I think I think we, we we have to talk about this. Uh, and um, one way to kickstart is you know kickstart your career as a filmmaker is through the festival circuit. Uh, WTM is that? <laughs> <laughs> how, how how to get on it and most importantly how to survive in it it's like Clarissa's book it's how to survive in surviving the right right yes. surviving the right so um, first I'm gonna ask Clarissa in your experience uh, from what you have been doing this last I don't know well, five, five years. years six years yeah, now yeah, almost yeah, yeah. yeah. What what is that circuit? What is that that right? I mean, if your film is the is the vehicle, 
Where where are you going? <laughs> uh, well, the reason I call it a riot is because making a film is so difficult. But what's even harder, I think, is what happens after it's done. What do you do with it? And when you go on the circuit, it, it's overwhelming because you don't you don't know a lot about what if your first time you you just don't know how to traverse it and what you need to do. And when I started, there was only two books out about it and they were old and they were about feature film. One was about a feature film and they didn't talk about things like promotion, how to reach, how to, how to like connect with programmers, how to um, get your subtitles, how to things to do to to get your film out there because you can have an amazing film. There were just, a, there were so many films that were just as good as my film, but they did not do as well on the circuit because they didn't do the amount of marketing and promotion. And it's, and by surviving, it's because it's so much work and you have to have major passion to do it, which I hope you do because you love your film so much as I talk about, you should always love your film. Um, and just a lot of stamina to continue to put one foot in front of the other because even though it might not seem like you're making progress, it will come full circle. Like six, almost, yeah, six years later almost, I'm still having people come to me because, but at first it's like a, it's like a snowball. You might not feel that things are happening, but if you're doing all the work that you need to be doing, things do happen. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, from your book, I, I've read your book mm -hmm. and I've made a review, review on it in Bahasa Indonesia. And I see that uh, in Indonesia, we have this word palugada. Okay. Yeah, what do you want, we have. Right. Whatever you need, we have it. Like, it's like a person who can do anything. And from what I read from your book, you learn a lot of stuff from publishing, from, I don't know, uh, graphic designing and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, uh, what drives you to do that? I mean, you uh, as a film, you you start as a writer, uh, you know, yeah. voice actor and, and filmmaker, and then graphic designer, yeah. and then publisher. You have like to wear many hats. <laughs> and what drives you to do it is your love for your film and wanting people to see it. You made your film to be seen, not to sit in a drawer. Mm. And there's nobody that's going to love your film as much as you do, and there's nobody that's going to work as hard for your film as much as you. So if you think you're going to be able to get I mean, you might be lucky that you will have other people that will help you, hopefully. And people will help you. Fans will help you. People will help you. But it will be you and your passion driving that film. And so it has to be you doing and, and things that you're scared of and things you don't want to do. I didn't, I didn't even have a Twitter account. I thought it was, I, didn't, I would say pound instead of hashtag. I didn't know anything about Twitter. I didn't have a Facebook account. I didn't want to do it and I was not interested in social media, but I realized those were things I had to learn how to do so to, to get my film out there. And all I can say is that there's a lot of stuff you'll have to learn, but if you have enough passion, you will be able to do it. So. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talking about it, yeah. It's easy to, to if you Google Clarissa Jacobson, you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna have a lot of entry, a lot of entry, like her websites, her portfolio, her... her You'll be uh, sick of me. I, I, I actually... I, yeah, uh, uh, you're like, ah, oh, go away, Clarissa. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's hard to be sick of you because I, I even see how you make, you know, uh, voice actor for animation, you become this granny, you become these kids, I don't know, like different sounds. So I'll make sure that yeah, if you heard your host, podcast host like me, is I sound really bad. You Thank God, I, I got covered by Clarissa. Thank you, Clarissa, for that. <laughs> Now, talking about social media, 
I also tried to find Sin Kirin in Google and social media. I'm trying to find you. And it's like the other way around from Clarissa. Clarissa is like all over the place. And you, I just found you LinkedIn. Professional, professional, professional. And wh- where's your film? Like, wow. Okay. So what my question is, this film that you made, um, Abnormal Primetime, it's, it's well made. The production value is really good. And uh, and it's about, you know, the time, it's like a pandemic film somehow because it's isolating, lockdown, you know, and then people got to work at, at night, something like that. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's the, the, the issue is kind of authentic. Can you tell us a bit about how uh, did you make this film? I mean, the ideas, the development of the film itself? Oh. Yeah. Uh, and and what, are, what are you planning about it? planning about from now on with yeah, this film from the, the first time the idea came to you uh, and then after it's done what's your plan i have i have writing <laughs> wait uh sorry uh sorry sorry Oh, okay. Yeah, it's generation. about yeah, young generation. Uh, young generation, okay. Yes, and the this young generation have a suffer that uh, uh, suffered from the uh, problem of recreate. Uh, I think that kind of. Uh, phenomenon is not just personal thing anymore. So, yeah, that's the first first idea for make that. What what year was that phenomena? So so the film talk about um, mm. the film talks about this phenomena in Korea, South Korea, where you cannot go out during daylight. Right. It was too hot, right? It was too hot, and people start. So the government started to make shift. People work at night. And at, at, at daylight, they're there at home. Uh, uh, it, it's that that's a true event, right? I mean, that's yeah. event. Yeah, the the, the the government really shift the working hours. Uh, that's not real event, but yeah, I think it can be in the near future. Oh uh, yeah, maybe climate is climate change. Yeah, change Get, getting worse now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the, the 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 issue of the film, I think, and it's it's, uh, it's it's really kind of frustrating to see um, um, uh, how how people at the same house could be very very much estranged. So, so can you imagine this? This uh, there there are people anywhere in the world, I think, today that that are living together but never really meet each other, you know, because because the the the, the working hours. I've, especially during this pandemic, you see, uh, uh, working from home, some people working from home and with different hours sometimes, you know, it at the same place, but doesn't really meet each other. <laughs> so so you you, you you put your film in here in Minikana. This is your premiere, right? Yeah, so, right. <laughs> okay, so make sure you guys, uh, if you're, you're in Bali somehow, uh, watch your films. What, what was the date again uh, for the screening? Uh, Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Monday. And then, um, so, uh, what's your plan after this? Are, are, are you are you sending it to another festivals? How many festivals are you sending it? Yeah, 
yeah, I actually I don't I don't have cl clarified plan. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, that's why you have that's the book. That's why, yeah. <laughs> That's why I am here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, so I'm gonna ask uh, now. I'm gonna ask Chica about this. Chica, as a program director to one of those circuits, what do you think about the circuit? What What is this this circuit? Uh, uh, how it How does it help filmmakers, especially the new ones? Well, it's not the only one way. There's, I mean, there is no one way to get your films out there. That I do believe. Mm. Uh, but film festival circuits, and in this case, it's a short film festival circuit. Mm. That is a great way to launch your films. You'll get, I think, far. And you'll meet the people in the industry, fellow filmmakers, the audience. And that boosts your spirit because I think short filmmaking are totally different. You know, you make it out of passion. Like when you go to the festival and you ask, okay, so what do you do? Yeah, I made films, but I might be like an air stewardess or I am a barista or I, I work in a bank or, you know, like they all have this passion for short films and that's why they made short films. So I think... So far, I'm not a fanatic here, but I think the one that can appreciate your passion in short films by making it or watching it, I think is only through festival. Especially great festival like... <laughs> like Minikino. <laughs> but um, if I may add, you were asking, so how does it contribute for filmmakers? Here we are with Kirin. Uh, we were talking earlier and we had breakfast and Kirin was saying that eight years ago she made her first short film as a graduate uh, films she didn't go to any festivals and she said because simply it's like I don't know if I have to go if only maybe Kirin uh, you know read Clarissa's book or if he goes back <laughs> yeah. to the future and Clarissa made this film 20 years ago you will help a lot of filmmakers uh, and Kirin will probably not in Minikino Film Week maybe in I don't know where maybe in Bogota yeah. <laughs> with your films so my point is uh, yeah I think you'll go far uh, with your films and if you have films selected in a film festival you go there but Clarissa have I think a lot of points about going to which film festival and you know what expectation maybe you want to ask Kirin about her, her expectation in this one week <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good question from from other speakers, Kirin, what's your expectation for this one week? One more thing before we go to the questions. Yes, Chika, you were right. Uh, there's so there, there are many ways to be a filmmaker. Like uh, I myself, I'm a, I'm an anthropologist, and I started my career from commercial uh, at advertising, and then I start ma making documentary. And I'm not I'm not into festival circuits. Uh, when when I started my career until today, I made like 300, 300 mini documentaries for for my office mm -hmm. back in the U.S. when I was still working there. Mm -hmm. So, as uh, I'm an experienced filmmaker without festival festival uh, circuit, because it was all commissioned from the office. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there's the executive producers. There are yeah. demands of me making shorts uh, daily, uh, <laughs> and and that's that's one way. But I, I, I realized that it doesn't make me an IP owner. I, intellectual property, yeah. intellectually, it's not mine. 
Yeah. It belongs to the office, not mine. Mm. Oh. So yeah, yeah. When I when when I make my own films with you know with my own ideas, my own script, or or uh, with my friends, it's suddenly I became this above the line crew. I'm producer, <laughs> director, or yeah. scriptwriter, or creators or something mm -hmm. like that, right? Creator, you create your own. That's that's the, what I think. That's the main difference between having a career in the industry uh, under big corporations mm -hmm. and making it on your own through festival circuits. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, uh, and yeah. I I have one question for Kirin. Actually, you make this film uh, despite the fact that you are in the industry. You're in the office. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then you make this one film, and uh, 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 what what makes you, uh, what what drives you to it? I mean, your your own film. Oh. <laughs> How did you get the i the idea in the first place that, okay, let's make another short after eight years? Though? Oh. Could you? Uh, uh, well. You you told me the answer. You you were you were working in the corporate, and then now you have time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I worked, I worked in advertising company during five years, and then yeah, and then after that, finally, I can have my own time for make short films. So now I'm producer director. So. I can make it, <laughs> and Korean government supported the money. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the big, big reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, time, time is the essence, guys. I mean, if you want to make, it, let's say you you want to be a filmmaker full time one, or you want to make a film that is good enough, you gotta have this time, right? This time of of big not. Time. Yeah, you gotta make <laughs> yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you make that time. You know, I don't know by by working your ass off and then you know, saving money and then you cut the work uh, and then you start to make your own. Talking about time, we're gonna have a sh very short break, uh, and after this, we're gonna go back and talk more about about the book and about the circuit. Uh, see you in a minute. at uh, Genius Cafe in in Sanur and I'm with my speakers there's Clarissa Jacobson there is Sin Kirin and Francisca Vihadi yay. Uh, yay guys and then uh, and apparently God is very very kind to us today because we're just near the, the, the beach and there's no noise from the beach and we got coffee here and um, the weather is really good so yeah I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be with our speakers um, so Clarissa, since you make your book, uh, uh, when, when was this published? Again? The first uh, probably two. Th I want to say like God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the what, whole haze year? of the film circuit was is like, whoa, when did I do this? I want to say like two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen, probably. That sounds about yeah, right. Yeah. Two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen, yeah. and 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 uh, that was I think before the pandemic. Yeah. I finished it. Right before the pandemic, yeah. but I did an audio version during the pandemic when I had COVID in okay. my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so when you hear my audio version, know that I had COVID when I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, 
what uh, is there these past two years do you, do you think you have find something uh that you want to change for reprint probably what what, what uh, oh the things are updating all the time okay you go to different festivals like for example i did not go to mini kino until i had been at clermont ferrand talking about my book i met a French, Chica, I was going to say friend, but Chica, I met Chica, and she said, enter your film, and I had not heard of Minikino at the time, and now I was, like, mad because I didn't enter it earlier when it was fresh on the circuit, but, yeah, things are always changing, technology's always changing, um, I found out later that Film Freeway now has a subscription that you can pay to get cheaper entries that would have put that in the book and I'm learning things all the time like before I never did Instagram stories and now I do Instagram stories all the time because you find out that some people only watch stories and some people only look at pictures oh I see okay. so if I could write that again I would talk about Instagram stories you want to do Instagram stories and stuff so things are always changing you're always learning you're always meeting new people um, that give have brilliant ideas that give you insight and you know yeah Yeah. So, um, so, how was your ride with this book these last two years? Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I'm here in Indonesia and in <laughs> Bali, hanging out with amazing filmmakers and different cultures from all over the world. And I did not want to write the book because it's a lot of work. But my director, the lunch ladies, kept saying to me, "You learn so much. Write a book. Write a book." And I would have so many filmmakers ask me how I did what I did. I would spend hours every week talking to people. So I said, you know what? I just write this book and I can be like, go read my book. <laughs> um, and it was it, it was amazing when I was writing it because I thought that I would be struggling to write it. But there was so much information. I could probably write a part two. And I wrote it all in about a month and a half, just working like through the night, just trying to write everything down that I had learned. So. Yeah, and then I just get to meet, it opens a lot of doors. I mean, I talk about that a lot when you promote your film is that try, you try to find interesting ways, other ways. So like, this is just one more way that I can also promote my film because I have to talk about lunch ladies in it. And so this this book opens more doors. I meet more people. I met Jaime from uh, Bogo Shorts because of the book. I would not be here without that. So yeah, yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah, And now it's in Indonesia and it's so crazy. <laughs> Gosh, you got a lot of energy. Like, yeah. wow. And I've had two coffees and a chocolate bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Kirin now. So, Kirin, how, 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 what, what do you know about, uh, uh, about be making films in South Korea? I mean, uh, you took, it, it took like, uh, uh, It took a long time for you to 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 finance the film and make it. Uh, do you can you tell us about uh, making a career as a filmmaker in South Korea? I mean, you are you came from film school, right? And then you started uh, making into in, into into uh, corporate and commercials. Uh, and uh, I I want to know uh, how hard is it making a, a short film? in South Korea is it is there any rules is there any I don't know what what's the hardest thing in making your film yeah you can speak in Korea by the way in Korean oh really yeah, yeah. Oh, look at this yeah, I mean, and then we edit and find the yeah. translator and yeah. you can or you can translate it later on oh yeah that's a good idea <laughs> well yeah financing is the hardest hardest thing 
and actually I'm graduate from film school, but my major isn't in film. My major is more about commercial film, about advertising. So actually I, I don't know well about the film industry in Korea, but yeah, every, everything's, every, mm, all problem is just financing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and I forgot about that. Is there any any way? Uh, how did you pitch your film to get finance? Uh, I I had to write Sino and make some simple pre-production manual for short and yeah government read that <laughs> and they mm, they decide to support my film so after that i can make that short during two months after after i got approval the money <laughs> yeah and then uh mm, I have to use my own money for for make the film first and then and then after two months yeah payment is later yeah but yeah okay yeah so at first you you pitch the government and then after they give you the uh, I don't know, agreement to make your film. Yeah. And then you use your own money first and then you reimburse later. It sounds a lot like our government. Sounds like <laughs> Indonesia. That's two months. That's very kind. Indonesia is one month. But that is also very yeah, yeah. kind. Please we're, we're, support we're more filmmakers. <laughs> USA no money. <laughs> okay. USA no money? No money. But how come? No. So, so, so how but do they I don't ask? care about the art. No, I mean, I don't know. It, they don't care about short film. Ah, short film. So like ah. mine, I saved all my money myself. I did oh. my whole film with my own money. But some people do GoFundMe, uh, okay. crowdfunding. Um, yeah, the go it's very difficult. There might be some grants, but I don't know anybody really that gets them. Usually mm. people crowdfund or save their money to make a film in the U.S. So, yeah. When I watched watch Lunch Ladies, it, it, it was a very fun film. It's, it's very entertaining uh i i laugh myself hard so hard like these lunch ladies are the best <laughs> and i was thinking how do you get funding for this kind of film you it's, don't it, it's like so, <laughs> <laughs> you save your money for years like i did and spend it <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, exactly uh I, I also make some kind of you know uh fun films like tarantino is uh, i want to try something like quentin tarantino and and I made it with my, my, my own money and, and, and some of my friends' money to make fun, but to make fun. So uh, there's this one, uh, when it was, we were screening in Jakarta, there's one of the MC asked me, what is the message of your film? And I told, no, I have no message. No film. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just for fun. To make fun. you feel good yeah. and yeah, yeah, to entertain and make you laugh. Yeah, to make yeah. you laugh. And, uh, but I, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, when, when you pick up festivals to, to send lunch ladies, uh what were you thinking i mean uh i i sometimes it's hard to read you know what it's hard to read where my film should fit. be would fit well i think like you like my plan was i wanted my lunch ladies to go everywhere in the world 
So I had a map and I would be like, oh, it hasn't gone to Portugal. What can, what festivals can I enter there? Um, I would network with a lot of other filmmakers to ask what the great festivals were. I, there was, um, I would Google, there was like a list about best horror festivals. So I would go through the list and go, which country have I not been to? And what's interesting about getting your film in different countries is it might take a while to break in. Like it took a long time for film, uh, lunch ladies to break into Germany. But then the international short film community is so amazing that once you break in, people start talking to other people. Mm. And you're in a word, and then you have other festivals that come to you mm. and stuff like that. So, you know, I was it was mostly about wanting him to be all over the world. And then there was the free festivals and on short film depot has a lot and Ooh. a fest home. Ooh. And if it's free or cheap, what do you have to lose? I just entered everything. No, I did not care how small or big the festival was because my attitude was my film is going to be seen by somebody. And you never know who's in that audience. Okay, I see. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Some people get picky and they go, oh, I only need to be in Sundance or any... No, your film, you made your film to be seen. So if you have five people in the audience, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Chika used to say that, you know, you, 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 should not, uh, uh, you should not send your films randomly, like randomly anywhere. Like No, you have to be, I mean... I did not send like this blanket. I was picky, but I wasn't like, I mean, I only had so much budget. And if you enter film festivals in the US, it's very expensive, yeah. $30 to $40 a piece. Yeah. Um, I was very focused the way that everybody can find their own way. But the way that I focused on it was finding the best horror festivals because my film is a horror comedy. Yeah, yeah. Finding the best horror festivals, the Oscar festivals because I wanted to be nominated for an Oscar. So those were on my list and, and film festivals that were around the world because I wanted to go I wanted my film to be seen. I just think it's having your film seen in another country. And then you meet people from all over the world, and it's just the coolest, coolest thing. So, so, so. You, so you had to find a festival. Okay, the first, the, the first is Somisha, specifically horror festival. Yeah. And then you find a festival that has a broad category. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you you won't send it to experimental festival or. No, no. You have to know what your film is. Exactly. But for example, with Lunch Ladies, I always think of it as a comedy. Mm. So at first, I did not enter it in horror festivals. Now, children die and get e eaten in my film. So I don't know why I didn't think it was a horror festival, a horror film. But when I found out after getting in a Nightmares film festival, um, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a horror festival film, which I talk about that in the book, too, like finding yeah, yeah. your niche. Yeah. And then also it's two women. Uh, so then I was like, oh, I can enter these festivals that are women. And, you know, I'm a woman, a woman screenwriter. And my, one of my producers was. So there, you can find your niche, too. You, you know, and bl Blanket Film Festival, it's like it, it's overwhelming and it's not specific. So you, you just need to have a plan of what you're a specific a plan of what you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. you, you know, and those were three ways that I did it. Horror festivals. Festivals that had good re reputations yeah. that I hear about from other filmmakers and uh, festivals where I wanted to be in Amsterdam, for example. What mm. film festival can I be in in Amsterdam that would mm. like the lunch ladies? Imagine Fest. Yeah. So that's how I focused in on what I wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Lear really, really learning by doing. And then and then, yeah. and you found out the, the priority of, of, of how the film should go. And yeah, exploring the... 
uh, keywords <laughs> kind yeah. of important, yeah. And Category going on Festhome, like if you go on Festhome and you check religiously every week mm. the new festivals that come up, you will find all these amazing festivals that don't have a lot of buzz mm. to get your film in, and they're mm. free to enter. So why not enter them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One one of the the, the pattern here in Indonesia, new filmmaker. You know, go to Film Freeway and then uh, find a filter and put the free one first. Yeah. And then the free one, you see um, the year, okay, minimum three years. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's yeah. not blessing. Bless the film, <laughs> whatever. But I find that Fest Home has more cool free international festivals than Film Freeway. Like, mm. I mean, maybe it's changed, but I found so many interesting festivals on Fest Home and Short Film Depot that were yeah, not yeah, on Film, film Freeway. Depot. Yeah. yeah. I, may, may I jump yeah, in? Yeah, 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 I think I highly recommend filmmakers to actually, if you don't have a lot of resource to research for the film festivals, I will say go to Short Film Conference website mm -hmm. and then check out their festival member. That will be safe. There will be no fake film festival yes, there. And then Short Film Depot is the, not a safe one. This is safe net because Short Film Depot is very particular. They really interrogate whether this is a legit film yeah. festival. Mm. Film festivals, beware. Uh, yeah, but again, because they don't screen which film festivals yeah, film can, yeah, doesn't. yeah, so how about Fast Home? Do they screen? I don't, I mean, do they really I have curate? had no bad experiences with Fast okay, Home. Okay, cool. Film Freeway, which is great. I, it's very easy to use. I understand why people want to use it. I've had bad experiences because <laughs> I feel like a lot of it is not screened. Yeah. So you have to be careful about. You know, and I talk about it in the book, there's ways to find that. If you look at their website, you can kind of tell if it's put together right, if they have a real event. But even I got burned. I even got burned not too long ago on a festival. So, you know, it, it happens. What do you mean by got, got burned? Well, like, that they were not really a legit festival. Okay. They were really about making money off filmmakers, and they don't really care one way or the other about showing your film or screening your film. Mm. It's a money-making opportunity for mm -hmm. them. Mm. Which is, pisses me off. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check out. I think this is uh, uh, one one huge question for Minikina programming. So what from your experience, what should the beside buying the book, of course, <laughs> what should Indonesian filmmakers do in terms of you know technical financing and developing their ideas? Uh, through at uh, the film through, through the festival mm. I mean let's say uh, let's say I, I've sent my film to Minikino and I didn't, I didn't get anything mm -hmm. and they, you didn't pick my film mm -hmm. and then I still went here so, mm -hmm. so what should I do here mm -hmm. during this mini film film week 8 what, what, what what's gonna happen for me to expand myself and my network well, one thing for sure, which I'm really happy to find, it's actually really common practice, but rarely found in Indonesia. But last night, during the opening event, I saw a filmmaker have bunch of Indonesian filmmaker have bunch of postcards and flyer already with their schedules printed in it. Kudos! I find excels actually, um, and I don't know, like oh maybe. Maybe he bought the Clarissa's book. Uh, but anyhow, that is one way. And I think that is the most important way. Okay, you were saying if your film don't get selected, but hey, you have your films. Love your film, promote your films. You can just like print it out. It's you know, black and white, cheap one. Photocopy is still cheap in Indonesia. And then you meet people and you, okay, you don't have name cards. That's fine. Just put it on the flyer. Who you are, what film are you making? Well, I didn't make it to the festival, but... 
you know, I made films. And you will meet a lot of filmmakers and also people from um, film festivals. So I think that's the most fun way of also enjoying uh, a film festival. Not only only watch your films, but also watch other filmmakers' films. Can I hit piggyback on that? Because that's amazing that you said that. So Lunch Ladies did not get in Sitches, which is one of the top horror festivals in the world. But it got in Filmats, which is this wonderful festival in Barcelona. And when Augusti, who is the programmer, went to Sitches, he brought all the Lunch Ladies information because Lunch Ladies is playing on Kurt Circuit Circuit 33. And... My flyers and pins were everywhere at Sitches. And I had people contact me that had gone to Sitches. So she's right. It doesn't necessarily matter if you're in the festival uh, or not. Just you always have to be promoting your work. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Get in. I think it's time to print or make some merchandise after this. Okay, let's go. I can recommend some uh, cheap photocopies. And you have you have your material. Go print it out. You know, ask the hospitality team where do I make copies of it. Okay. Okay. Apparently, our time is is over from the producer of this podcast. But before it's over, I'm I, I, I I'm I'm very much um um I, I'm I'm I really want to hear live the talents. Of Clarissa Jacobson doing voices. Oh, yeah! Give me some voices, whatever, whatever sentence that you have in mind. Because I, 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 I was when I listened to 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 your voiceover um, recording, oh God, I was thinking, is, is this really? Do, does she edit this or not? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm 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 really curious to listen to the live version. Of- I'm just a little lunch lady. <laughs> She, she can really do it again. Yes, I used to be an actress in a past life, and then I realized, no way, I'm a writer, filmmaker. Forget that. <laughs> yeah, and I used to love doing like sketch work and yeah. accents and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. One more, please. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> my name's Lila Bixby, and I'm a little girl that loves to play and do fun things. <laughs> Give a round of applause for Clarissa. Oh, God. <laughs> How thank embarrassing. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. The, thank, thank you, Clarissa. Thank you, Kirin. Thank you, Chica. Uh, and thank you all the crews. We'll, we'll meet again in uh, another episode of Kopi Salam. Uh, probably uh, next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, two more days. Two more days from here, but for you guys next week, for the listeners. So, okay, see you guys. Bye. <laughs>